so let me ask you a question. How random do you think your life really is? What about the person you're in love with? Is that by accident? I think you're going to be amazed at the fascinating answer to some of life's most difficult questions and the mystery of serendipity. In three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Hey friends, welcome back. Glad you could join us. Stephen Canyon, KineticBelief.com is the website. And if you'd like to comment on today's podcast, KineticBelief at StephenCanyon.com is the email address. The 100-Day Kinetic Belief Manifesting Guided Journal is available on the website. Also, the quickest way to locating the purpose for your life is the My Purpose Workbook also available on the website. And while there, please check out the upcoming event locations. We want to see you live and in person at KineticBelief.com. Hello, Miss Megan. Hello, sir. How's your kinetic believer today? So good. She's great. She's it's a she. Of course. A she, a female kinetic believer. What else would she be? Well, that's <laughs> and, and she it. is what she is. Uh, well, are you imagining anything really cool right now? Really cool at this oh, moment, at right this now. This moment, yes. Uh, well, what do you care to share? Not really. Not no. really. <laughs> Okay, well, I imagine I'm I'm dwelling on this. You playing your violin for me tonight while I eat dinner. We stroll around while I. Well, dine. um, I don't think you can afford me, but <laughs> we can talk about that. Right. I think it's already costing me something. <laughs> hey, do you remember the movie Serendipity? I love that movie. It's a it's just a great little romantic fun movie. Yeah, I love that movie with a Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, John Cusack, Cusack, right? yep. I love yeah. that movie. They, um, for those of you that haven't seen it, there was a couple in their 20s, and um, they meet at some, well, it was a magical night, and John Cusack fell in love with Kate Beckinsale. And uh, he said that, if I remember, he said it was love at first sight, and, and uh, Kate, she believed in destiny. Yes, so after 10 years or so, the two of them and, and several thousand miles between them, they, they decided and agreed that if fate wants them to be together again, then they're going to have to f- somehow randomly find each other. Yes. Right. Well, when love feels like magic, a lot of people call it destiny. And as the movie unfolded, they called it serendipity. I love that. And it's actually centered around a really great restaurant in New York, too, called yeah, Serendipity. Right. Did we eat there? Uh, no, I've eaten there, but we haven't eaten there together. No. Did you? Uh, was it one of the places you made a reservation and we couldn't make it? <laughs> no. Because I remember having the conversation. We do that all the time. We They're, we do that for concerts all and, the time. and we have tickets and things. I think that's incredibly relatable. That's very relatable, though. I mean, how many people out there do you make plans and then weeks later, when it's time for the plans, you go, "Oh my gosh, I do not want to well, go." Know. I mean, we did it for what was it? Was it not New Year's Eve? But what was it? We were going to New York for uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas something. The Macy's, the Thanksgiving Day Parade. We uh, we had tickets. 
to their rockets <laughs> and we had uh, our flights booked and hotels and well, you know and life we just, just decided at the last minute uh, it's too cold well and also we hadn't had a break in a really we had been mm-hmm. working back to back to back for weeks and weeks and weeks and we said you know what we i think we need a staycation rather than wearing ourselves out like in new york <laughs> well so when love feels like magic a lot of people call it serendipity mm, i like that Serendipitously is an adjective describing what some people believe to be accidentally at the right place at the right time. I just, it was by chance that I was there and that we met. And so it was serendipity. It's kind of like running into a good friend at an unusual place. I love that word too. It just gives you this warm feeling of of anything being possible. It's a fantastic Mm. word. I like it too. It's, it's, um... Gosh, it's like when you've been thinking that you'd really like to see somebody, and then boom, there they are. And there you just they run are. into them in yeah. New York. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> Where, it's somewhere like, else in the world. And it's always you. It, the way it works too, you always feel like you're looking for a piece of the puzzle, and, but you don't know what it is. And then something just seemingly out of the ether mm-hmm. shows up to meet that that perfect fit. You've heard of maybe that somebody there they find a one hundred dollar bill blowing down the street. Just when they were down to their last $3. Yeah. And they had just gotten an invitation from some friends to go out to dinner in the theater yeah. tonight. They didn't have the money. And here comes the right. $100 bill it's, blowing by. Yeah, that's that's uh, the magic of it, right? Well, serendipity is a word used to try to understand how things just seem to happen like that. Hmm. And it, like I agree with you. I think it's a really cool word. And it's when things seem to just happen, what's actually happening is the power of kinetic belief. And it's operating the law of attraction. When things seem to just happen, that is also understood in quantum physics as particle attraction. So here's what it is. The universe moves form to rearrange circumstances according to bias. And I really like the word serendipity, like you're saying, because I think it, it is a, it's a great beginning for uh, people to open up their, their beliefs to the reality of fate. And the the occasion for serendipity is a lot like the the way the word even sounds. At first, you're just kind of slow and relaxed, and then bam, something out of left field just kind of knocks you upside the head. But it feels good when you get slapped in the face by it. I feel like it's also a word, and I want to know what you think. Maybe this is not correct, but I, I feel like it's a word for people who don't believe in coincidence. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Because a lot of people, you know, something seemingly miraculous happens in your life. And, and some people have a tendency just to say, oh, that's just a that's just a weird coincidence. Mm-hmm. But serendipity gives you this sense of, of something. Something a little something, more than just coincidence. Yeah, right? a little extra fairy dust sprinkled well, in there. And you think about the word because there's this sort of unexpected uh, burst of excited energy at the end of 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 the word like it's a recognition that something out of the ordinary has happened it's just good mm-hmm. and it's you know there's there's a serenity there's the thought that you know you've you've located something wonderful and exciting and it's shown up into your life that you didn't know that you were even looking for and then bam it's good there it is it's exciting and satisfaction comes from that experience of surprise well and something really lovely about serendipity is that it's this really nice offset to what we normally are experiencing in life because a lot of times in life you do get the sense that anything good you're just having to work very hard for. And serendipity just feels like this this 
magical thing that sort of sweeps in with something wonderful that that you didn't even see coming. So it's always connected to something really positive, like you're saying, and exciting. That's exactly it. It's the sweat of the brow. Get up. (laughs) The early bird gets the worm. How's that for motivation? Oh, my God. There, look, there. That's good. So there is harmony and agreement and a satisfaction that comes with the experience of surprise. And I think that's why you, you know, people love to embrace the idea that magical things happen when they're supposed to happen like they're supposed to happen. Mm. But there is a, an actual law of serendipity. And it's actually the law of kinetic belief, which is advancing your life on purpose with purpose. When on purpose, the law of attractions providing you with seemingly these accidental and all these unexpected, fortuitous circumstances that we're talking about. However, through enlightenment, here we are in 2020, so we have 2020 vision, right? And so (laughs) here we are with wisdom and understanding. We now know how serendipity really works. By the way, speaking of words, some people will use the word dippity. Dippity. Just dippity. I, I said that to you a little while ago, and you went dippity doo da. Dippity doo da. Dippity, and I'm not sure it's even a real word, but I guess if you use it, it is. You're dippity. I feel like it would be a word to use for someone who's stupid. <laughs> They're just a dippity. <laughs> Doesn't it just feel like a that's, dip, a dippity? That's the North it Carolina doesn't. in you coming out. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> a dippity. If you find, no, here dippity. If you find if you if you find good things without looking for them. Or what some would call unexpected good luck mm. in finding something valuable unintentionally. Some people will just say, well, that's dippity. I feel like it would sound so much better with a British or a, like a, Scot- a Scottish or an it, Irish. Yeah, dippity. Was that British? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> Accents are not your forte. Here's a $100 bill. Well, that's dippity. <laughs> no, they're and not. accents everything. <laughs> well, here we are at the beginning to understanding the meaning of serendipity. Mm. The two forces responsible for those serendipitous moments are first kinetic belief and then the law of attraction. There is a universal law of attraction. Human beings have the inherent ability to attract the life that they're living. In other words, you are responsible for bringing both positive and, you guessed it, negative influences into your life. Like kind attracts like kind. I'm interested to to hear how you're going to really unpack this idea of serendipity versus specifics because we do learn from you to you know, be very specific in our requests and the things that we're saying. And we we're putting it in our journal and we have this incredibly clear picture of what we're working toward, what we're manifesting. And so it, it gives you the idea that ser- there's not a lot of room for serendipity. So I'm really excited to see how this fits into kinetic belief and our manifesting power and that, that process, how that plays out. Sure. Well, kinetic belief is the energy force of creation. And we've talked a lot recently about kinetic belief, the power and authority that you have to create through belief, and then to manifest circumstances accordingly, which then puts you in control of your life on purpose. You know what you're doing. And so when things start showing up, you're not surprised and you don't have other words for it like serendipity. You know what's going on and you're doing things on purpose. You're attracting a life that you're going to live and experience and you're doing it on purpose. Not knowing why certain things happen, what it does is it positions you to go through life accidentally. And when things just seem to work out, well, my goodness, that was a dippity thing. That was (laughs) serendipitous. No, every human being is responsible 
for bringing both positive and negative influences into their lives. So kinetic belief is the key function of the law of attraction. And it's the enabler that places focus upon the the reason that things happen around you. Someone that spends their days moping around in regrets about the past, and they're just anxious about things regarding the future, uncertain about the way things are going to end up. They watch a lot of the news, and so they're just, they're always anxious and fearful. They are most likely going to see more negative things happening around them, bad things. Um, Life seems to be spinning out of control, and they're always playing catch up. But the person who optimistically is looking for the good in every experience and has positive expectations for the future, what happens is they find themselves surrounded by all of these wonderful and positive occurrences every day. Maybe they are surrounded by friends that are in great relationships and they are continually talking about, well, I know there's a guy out there for me. There's a girl out there for me. And I know that I'm going to meet them and they're going to love me and I'm going to love them and we're going to have so many things in common. And then a napkin blows down the road and you chase after it to pick it up and you bump heads with somebody and you look into their (laughs) eyes and you go, I love you. And he says, I love you. And you both at the same time go, well, this is serendipitously wonderful. <laughs> this is like, dippity-doo-dah. We, we both mispronounced serendipitously. Just, we amazing. said it like, the same way together. I love you. Serendipity. <laughs> yeah. So, but look, here's the thing. There is a worldwide movement right now approaching a billion people understanding how kinetic belief works and how the law of attraction works so that human beings can now manifest freedom in order to take authority over their future. So would you say that serendipity is that little missing piece that we can't fill in for ourselves? For example, let's say that we're going to, um, we're believing for, we're manifesting, we're working to attract a new job that we're very passionate about. And then, you know, meeting the person that has that job for you would be the serendipitous encounter, I guess. Is that how that fits into this process? Yeah, that's the serendipitous encounter. And it is for the person that doesn't know uh, what kinetic belief and how the law of attraction works. It is a way of understanding without understanding. It's, it's the beginning of labeling something, the beginning of an awareness that something else is really going on in the universe around me. That these things that I, I had been hoping for, wow, it really did happen for me. Well, that was serendipity. Is serendipity something that, as a kinetic believer, you're believing for? Or is are, are you saying it's just something that's being used in, in a misunderstood way? Serendipity is the law of attraction at work. Serendipity is a way that somebody that doesn't understand the law of attraction defines manifestations. Mm-hmm. Things showing up that they just, it somehow agrees with their longings from their past. No, creative creators using kinetic belief are deliberately manifesting the life that they choose. So someone who isn't doing it deliberately and all of a sudden manifestations of good things showing up in their life, they will call it, well, that's serendipity. Serendipity is simply awareness of things happening without an obvious explanation that feel good, that feel good to you. But I don't know why. I can't really explain it. It's the manifestation of kinetic belief. Look, things don't just happen accidentally. So what we're doing, uh, we're unpacking serendipity to understand why there are things that we believe to be serendipitous. Four years ago, 
you and I were in the Colorado Rockies, mm-hmm. and we were near Pikes Peak. Yes. And I just realized this, uh, actually yesterday we were talking about it, laughing about it. Uh-huh. There is an app on the iPhone that enables you to take an animated character um, and play around with it as though it's you, and you kind of animate it, and you yeah. start, it looks like you sort of talking, and, and, um, and yes. we were on our way to Canada. Back then, I didn't have a beard, and I hadn't even thought about writing a book. Oh, Snapchat. And so, yeah, I took on the character of some guy with a beard and glasses. Yes. And and jokingly, I talked about going to Canada to finish my book with a mysterious ending. Well, I wasn't writing a book at the time, and it, we were headed to Canada. And so we played around with the character of that. And I had forgotten about that and just, and until just the other day. And now I have a beard. And we went to Canada. And I've written a book. And not just with a mysterious ending, but the entire book is full of mystery. <laughs> now, so is true. that by chance? Uh, no. I don't think so. No way. Uh, here's another example of the power of I kinetic belief. First, uh, how tragic is it that we lost Kobe Bryant in oh, such a, a, terrible. a horrible way? Tragic what an a, amazing positive influencer and inspiration he was to so many all over the world. Yes. But here's a great example of the power of kinetic belief. I want to ask you a question. Do you do most professional basketball players play basketball professionally because they're tall, or are they tall because they love to play basketball? <laughs> Is this a chicken before the egg question? Well, I would what came say, first, <laughs> right? Well, I would say this: that those with a passion, affection, and determination to play professional basketball. They not only develop the skills, but they grow to the height they desire. Well, that's a really fascinating point because we recently watched that uh, animated movie that Kobe made a couple years ago. And he talks about you know being in his room as a young, young boy, uh, dreaming of playing in the NBA and, and purposing to do that. And that was obviously well before any growth spurt, knowing Absolutely. how tall you were going to be. So that's, eh, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah, that's a practical expression of kinetic belief functioning within the law of attraction. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan, for example, he tried out for the varsity basketball team during his sophomore year of high school, at, and he was 5 feet 11 inches tall. Whoa. And he was told he was too short to play at that level. And he he was devastated, heartbroken. And he said that that was the motivation that he needed to work harder. That summer, Michael Jordan grew to be six feet, three inches tall. And then as an adult, he reached the height of six feet, six inches tall. I experienced the power of kinetic belief to change my height as well. I was well. going to say that sounds familiar yeah, to me. Because I want, and because I wanted to play basketball. And I, I was in the 10th grade, and we had a competitive, we had all these basketball games out in my neighborhood, and, and I played every day, all the time, competitively. My best friend had grown to be six feet, four inches tall. <laughs> we played basketball all the time, and I desperately wanted to be taller so I could be good at what I was enjoying doing. Yeah. Now, I already knew about the power of belief. Even back then, in order to be able to change things, and I understood how kinetic belief works. So I imagined on purpose my height. I thought about it. I talked about it through meditation. I spoke it out loud, and I was I went through the process of being grateful for seeing myself growing. And as a result of that, I grew almost six inches in four months, and I did it on purpose. Wow! One of the most painful experiences of my life. My first thought was just you must have been eating so much. 
I was eating as much as I could get my hands on. I had three siblings, so there wasn't. I, I never felt like I was getting enough. But I, I'm telling you, Megan, I would. I couldn't even go through the night. I felt the real, literal growing pains. Wow. My joints hurt. My knees hurt. My my um, ankles and my heels were in excruciating pain. My bones were being stretched, and I was growing in just a few months. Wow, that's crazy, isn't it? Determined to grow. Yes. Because I love playing basketball. I had the vision and the desire for height, just like uh, Kobe Bryant, like Michael Jordan, and I would even venture to say every other professional NBA basketball player mm-hmm. that is has skied to six feet five, six, and up to seven feet tall changed their physical bodies, and they did it through the meditation because of the desires of their heart. My goodness, wasn't that serendipitous? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, no, you're it right. was to some. It's the only way they could explain it. And as you're talking too, I'm I'm realizing that, you know, I think I've always thought of serendipity in the kinetic belief process as, you know, just sort of that unknown little extra something that's linking where you are to where you want to go. Um, the things that you can't possibly expect to happen because you don't know how it's going to happen. You just know it's going to happen. But really, the difference between serendipity and kinetic belief I'm seeing is your reaction to it because you've told us many times that if you can still be surprised by the thing you're believing for then you're not you're not believing correctly you're not working that kinetic belief correctly so with serendipity you're going to go oh my gosh this is crazy did not see that coming with kinetic belief it's still going to be interesting to see how something unfolds but there's no surprise you were expecting it fully exactly that's right when when you learn how to use kinetic belief you begin living in and thinking in optimistic ways power Powerful ways that attract these marvelous and wonderful and positive experiences into your life. But you are the last one that should be surprised. It's exciting when it shows up, but you're fully expecting it. (laughs) I'm just laughing because you mentioned, you know, growing yourself to seven feet tall, some of those basketball players. And, you know, you got to be careful (laughs) with kinetic belief. Like, oh, I think I overshot it. (laughs) Practice with caution. Just a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'm not seven feet tall, by the way. I did make it to six feet three. That's a good, that's a good height, Six, right? three, And my father was 5'10". I have a brother that's 5'10", and another one that's 5'11". That's no amazing, one in my family has ever made it over six feet tall. That's crazy. And yeah, 6'3". Belief. Absolutely. And it works. It'll change Anything your physical you body. Yep. I love that. When you learn how to use kinetic belief, you begin living and thinking in those optimistic ways. And so whatever it is that you've been wishing for... The wish becomes the force through kinetic that kinetic belief works. It's, and the law of attraction rearranges the universe around you in perfect harmony with your chosen desires. I just I really love this concept that we're talking about where, you know, it's almost as if it gives a new um, form and thought to the idea of expecting the unexpected. Because, for example, let's say you, you've written a book, you want to get it published, and then you're believing for a publisher, you're believing to get your work out there and to be a, an accomplished author. And then when you meet that the book agent in the coffee shop, it's not surprising, but it was unexpected in a sense. It's hard to make that distinction, right? Because you didn't know that was coming, but it's also a part of what you're believing for. The the unexpected serendipitous meeting with the publisher in the coffee shop is the accidental manifester. That's the person that was hoping and wishing, and they did it enough to where the universe parted ways and the publisher or whoever shows up in the coffee shop. 
the the one who's doing this on purpose, the difference is, is they see themselves already as a successful book writer with uh, with a publisher. And they are thankful for that, and they have gratitude for that, and they see themselves as a as someone who's written a book and it's on the New York Times bestsellers list. And then, even though they don't have the physical uh, contract with a publisher yet, it shows up to fill the void, the expectation of that. That's the difference between a serendipitous moment and one that is manifest according to kinetic belief through the law of attraction. Well, I guess I'm still having trouble connecting these dots where, I mean, you don't know every step of the way, right? Like when you're manifesting a thing, let's stick to the book analogy, the author analogy, you don't know how you're going to get published necessarily because you've even told us about being, you know, open to all the possibilities. You just know it's going to happen. You don't know the avenue that's going to get you there. So what do we call those things from A to B that are genuine, you genuinely don't know those steps. You don't know how it's going to happen or the the person you're going to meet that's going to get you there. Those are manifestations that are in agreement with the thing you've already believed to have received. And so it is kind of dangerous to call it uh, serendipity, like you're saying, because that's that's not what it, I mean, that's, that's right. really not what serendipity it is. Serendipity is a surprise. Right. You weren't expecting it. Hmm. Serendipity is a, is a random occurrence that is, oh boy, that's nice. That really feels good. And who knew? I'm just so excited that this has happened, and it it must uh, is so good that it has to be meant to be. And if you've accidentally manifested a book deal, good for you. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> right. that's really something. Yeah, well, you know, and some would say that you and I met in a, a serendipitous way. I had, looking back then, I had a longing for a life partner, someone that I could just cherish and love. And, and it would be a mutual relationship to show up in my life. But at that time, I was surrounded by a lot of people in my life. I was running an organization that provided food and clothing to tens of thousands of underserved, impoverished people throughout the Appalachian Mountains. And I'm, I'm working with um, doing the same thing in Liberia, Africa, and among the Native Americans out in the Midwest. And yet I received in the middle of all that bluster of activity, I, I got this phone call one day. About uh, I, I had I was looking for a violinist and ran an ad in a uh, some little classified thing and you left a message for me <laughs> and I was doing ten different things at once yet your voice in that message went right into my heart it's like it just shook me to the core woke me up your voice there was an unction within me that got my attention even though I didn't know why I and I remember it hit me it shook me and it was several months later after that before we actually met but and you came in for that meeting and first time we ever met each other and I played you were there to audition as a violinist and I remember we went into uh, to this to the meeting uh, hall there and I played a song on the piano called Eternal Love. Oh, isn't that appropriate? Yeah. <laughs> for you and, and it's really funny you had your violin and you said, Well, I don't know this and I, I, there's no way you could know it because I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and you said, Well you've got music? I said, No, just play it. You said just play what you feel. Just listen. Play I'm gonna along. start playing and you just you just play along. And you did and it was amazing, and I remember got, I got to the end of it in um, tears. It was mm-hmm. just beautiful. Well, and that was an amazing moment for me, too, because I had played violin my whole life, um, and it had become a little dull, a little much. It, it was not something I was very passionate about anymore, and I actually hadn't really played in about two years before that time. 
before we met before and I was just wanting to get back into music and and then that encounter happened and so it it's amazing the way lives piece together and fit together to fulfill many different desires well the law of kinetic belief decrees that original substance will reveal your life's purpose your life's lover counsel with yourself and find your purpose understand what it is that you are desiring out of life and then be honest enough and quiet enough. Sometimes we just need to stop talking and listen within. Because when your beliefs align with your original purpose, the consequences are absolutely amazing and they will be life-changing. Serendipitous phone calls come. That's what the observer would say that doesn't understand the law of attraction. Well, that was fortuitous that that phone call came. And the law of attractor, the kinetic believer goes, sure, but it's what I was expecting. Things change when you meditate on your authentic identity. It's when we are true to ourselves and adhere to the wisdom revealed to us that we're now able to begin unbecoming some stuff and negative energy and condemnation and judgments and all those things in order to become who we were meant to be. Kinetic believers understand that nothing is simply serendipitous. It doesn't just randomly happen for no reason. Even the involuntary occasions to a person's life are under the control of the law of attraction. Look, as long as somebody is thinking in harmonious, optimistic ways, the occasions for life are perfectly formed. Our conscious thoughts affect the subconscious mind. Every person is a thought-forming, energetic center of creative power. A lot of connected believers call their center of authority to attract their vortex. But whatever is, everyone is capable of originating thought into creation. Even though you don't know everything and accidentally think incorrectly regarding certain things, even so, whatever you believe to be true is the thing that's going to construct the life that you're experiencing. It's such a powerful notion that if you're working kinetic belief correctly and you're doing it right, that nothing is unexpected. Even the things that you couldn't define or that you didn't, you know, quote, see coming specifics of it, um, that nothing is unexpected. You're planning this out. You're, you're mapping, you're charting that course and you know exactly where you're going to go. Right. Yeah. So even in religion, there's something called divine serendipity. Divine serendipity is where God brings people, places, and things together to arrange circumstances in someone's life that will benefit them or somebody else. And so the observer, the people that this is happening to, they just, because they don't have any other way of explaining these good things happening, they call it, well, that was just serendipity. That was just a random chance, and it worked out for my my better. Actually, some of the world's most... uh, changing the world changing discoveries were so-called accidental or serendipitous for example penicillin which is of course antibiotics used to combat infection Um, in 1928 a biologist by the name of alexander fleming was taking a break from his lab work where he'd been investigating staph infections and he went on a holiday as the story goes when he returned he found that one petri dish had been accidentally left open in a blue-green mold had formed over it, and he found that the fungus killed off all those surrounding bacteria in the culture. Well, the mold contained this powerful antibiotic penicillin, as we know it to be, and it kills harmful bacteria without having any toxic effect on the human body. Now, was it by accident? (laughs) It, It was certainly serendipitous to the observer, the casual observer, 
Well, that was fortuitous. However, Fleming was imagining finding a cure for staph infection before he went on a holiday. And he'd been focused on this and meditating on it and thinking about it. His kinetic belief working his faith attracted the circumstance for the advent of penicillin. I just love this idea that it's not by chance that you're creating this idea. You're creating this place that you're going to be moving into in in your future. You're creating that in the present. And so we're not living, because that's scary, right? Like living a life of chance. And and even if you, I mean, if you want to call chance serendipity to make it sound nice, I mean, it's just, it makes everything feel like a free for all. But kinetic belief, the law of attraction, working those things, you know exactly where you're going. And so like you're saying, it's, It's not unexpected. Understanding that when these really good things happen, that there was a cause for the effect, you know, such is the way of the most prolific discoveries known to humankind. Kinetic belief attracts. There is a phenomenon that finds quantum physics in perfect parallel agreement with that of attraction. Scientists don't fully understand how quantum attraction works. And yet they have confirmed the existence of something that they call quantum entanglement. It's a universal law whereby the subatomic particles, as things like electrons and, and photons, and they become entangled with each other, but they do it at phenomenal distances. And physicists don't fully understand it, but they're beginning to make use of it. In essence, what happens to one particle has a predictable impact on the second particle even if those particles are nowhere near each other. And the really cool thing about understanding kinetic belief, the law of attraction, from that of quantum physics here in 2020, while the study of subatomic physics continues to gain this momentum through understanding, it's how prolific the mental connections are for creating images which describe life through what we already understand in quantum entanglement. The philosopher that can create these metaphors that help shed light upon those mysteries of the so-called serendipitous moments. For example, you could ask the question, what if our fate is not only our own? We talk about being involved with each other. Um, What if parts of us are entangled with parts of other things? Or our dreams are wrapped up in the dreams of others? Well, as a kinetic believer, understanding the law of attraction, we see lives that find themselves entangled in the same way quantum entanglement works with particles. And yet, all this seems to break the rules of logic. For example, you may live in New York and somebody else lives in London. The two of you have never met. However, you're both influenced by each other instantly, no matter how far apart you are. Then when you add the possibility of multiple universes, you may be influenced by someone on the opposite side of the universe. <laughs> now, how, how are we going to figure that one out? I feel like somebody's listening going, you know, I think I'll just call it serendipity, actually. <laughs> I think I will, too. <laughs> just don't even worry about it. <laughs> that was just serendipity. <laughs> if we observe entangled quantum particles at exactly the same moment, you can know the response of its partner. Both are intertwined and both are related. Right now, Megan knows what I'm thinking. How amazing is that? Because <laughs> you're talking? Maybe that's it. <laughs> now, <laughs> to those who believe in life at its most random occurrence, that all things are serendipitous at best and accidental at its worst, mm. well, the science of kinetic belief, the law of attraction, and quantum entanglement will just seem nuts. Yeah. Oh, this is crazy. Yeah. 
Even Einstein dismissed the idea of quantum entanglement. That was some 80 years ago, and he called it, it was just nonsense. But, <laughs> but he did acknowledge its existence, calling quantum entanglement, and this is a quote, he said it's spooky action at a distance. <laughs> it is funny to hear the guy who came up with the theory of relativity to say something. I love Einstein. Oh, you know, he's like, <laughs> he's real. here's relativity, but uh, no, that's crazy. No, oh, entanglement, look, that's crazy. He's like his hair. <laughs> right. Yeah, just look at the guy. You know, it, that's real. <laughs> he's pretty amazing. <laughs> Religion calls it, uh, calls it faith. Jesus showed his followers how to change things using kinetic belief. He even said that many others would follow him doing the exact same thing. The law of attraction, it's not something that's easily understood with any kind of common sense. And that, so as we try to unpack all this today, it looks like it could go in so many directions. But it's all based in the truth of kinetic belief. You adhering to and relying on something you've imagined and you desire according to your original purpose as having already come to pass, already being made manifest into your life. And so you conjure the emotions and feelings and the desires and the imagination accordingly. And then you understand that through the law of attraction to manifest what you're believing into your life. And what I'm mostly getting out of listening today is the importance of words, of labels, what, how you define a thing really does matter because that's how our mind is processing, processing, um, you know, just the way that we're kinetically believing. And what I'm trying to say is that when you call something serendipity, and then it's actually the law of attraction that matters because one, you're in control one, you're manifesting something on on purpose, and the other is told that it's by chance. And so defining your life in this way of you actually being in the driver's seat, in control of the future, building your future today, um, that's a huge distinction. And it gives you a lot of power where serendipity doesn't necessarily Great give you that power. Great point. That's exactly right. Understand that you do have control over your life. If you believe you do and you exercise that control, if you don't, then you can call it serendipity and sometimes things work out and sometimes they don't. And that's what's so fascinating because there is a cause and effect for everything. But when you start using labels like chance, serendipity, luck, genie in a bottle, (laughs) whatever, um, it does give you the false idea, impression that things are just randomly happening and and that who knows why this spooky i don't know uh, yeah and the cool thing about it though is all these people that are at least willing to go chance luck um uh, it's fortuitous it's uh, the serendipity at least these are all candidates that are ready now to begin studying and understanding kinetic belief and the law of attraction so that they can take control of their lives and realize that, you know what, you you begin believing a certain way and the universe will respond by changing your circumstances accordingly. That's a good defi- that's a good example of why knowledge is power power and why it's so powerful. Oh yeah. Because if yeah. you don't know why things are happening to you or in your life, exactly. um, you're really a victim to it until yeah. you understand like you just said, the cause and effect. Right. Thought disciplines understand kinetic belief as free will. The practical expression of belief is the possibility that anyone, anybody, can actually manipulate particles to entangle in circumstances in their life according to their desires. Quantum physics is observing the theoretical possibilities of faith. Now, what does all this mean? Now, we... <laughs> Now, <laughs> There's a lot on the table the here. What, is, what does all this even mean? It, 
It means that the life you are living is more entangled with what you believe than anyone has imagined before. Mm, well said. Well said. That makes sense. Let's let's defer to Galileo. Ooh. <laughs> he said yes. that you cannot teach a man anything. You can only help him discover it in himself. Mm. Isn't that powerful? And so true. I mean, is there any knowledge more powerful than experiential knowledge? The thing that you have touched, tasted, felt, seen, it's been in your life. Hmm. You saw it happen. Right. You can. That's why I love belief, because as you get better at belief, you become a black belt in belief. Then all of a sudden you get to look back and you get to say, no, I know this is true. You can't, you can't get me off track here because this thing happened and I, I manifested healing here. I grew to six foot three inches. I, you know, manifested this relationship. I have all these experiential examples. And so as you go along, you're actually like, it's almost like you're building a belief portfolio that you can reference. That's good. And you know, and it's so true that you can teach and teach and teach and just demonstrate and even explain why something works, but it's only when someone discovers it within themselves that they're going to believe it. Yeah. And I think, you know, so many people are really good at making others think that something was their idea. <laughs> you know, like hostage some, negotiators or, or wives <laughs> or wives or women in general <laughs> or just in you general. go girls yeah so that's so true <laughs> so look the life you live is up to you the life you're living it cannot be an affliction unless you have allowed it to be when so many people don't believe in you believe in yourself when others doubt you, their doubt must be your motivation to go on and live every single day of your life in the way you were designed to be. You may have been bullied, but you're still standing. You may have been abused, but look, you're still standing. You may have been belittled and ridiculed, but you're still standing. You're still standing because you've still got a powerful, fulfilling, amazing life to live. Imagine to think and desire and become. Think about your core genius and not about what others are saying. Dwell on you and dwell on your beautiful self and all those qualities that make you different. The constructive force of creation is within you right now, and no one can deny you, and no one can define you. Only you can tell yourself who you are, and only you can define yourself as who you will be. Change your world by believing. Change your life by imagining what you want to be. Sure, let them stand on the sideline and go, boy, that was serendipitous for you to have achieved that. Let them say whatever they want to say. But you know the truth, regardless of what's around you, regardless of what they've said, regardless of things you're not sure about, you are perfectly made. So don't mess with perfection. You are powerful. So be forceful. You have authority. So become your authority. You have dominion. So be in control. Why? Because you're still standing. Yes, there are years of experiments, tests, and trials behind you. But the best that's yet to come, it's within you right now. And it's within your beliefs. It's within your thoughts. It's within your mind. It's within your reach. Look, the universe is 13.8 billion years old. Recorded history goes back 5,000 years. And you're still standing because this is your time. Believe it, attract it, be grateful for it, and don't you dare settle for anything less. Just say this right now after me. Say, I am a powerful creator. I'm a powerful creator. I create the life. I create the life. I want and enjoy it. I want and enjoy it. 
Every day I discover fascinating and exciting new paths to pursue. Every day I discover fascinating and exciting new paths to pursue. I trust in my genius. I trust in my genius. And I always make great decisions. And I always make great decisions. I am focused on my goals. I'm focused on my goals. And I feel passionate. I feel passionate. About my creativity. About my creativity. I have no stress. I have no stress. I don't hurry or worry. I don't hurry or worry. I love life. I love life. (laughs) I feel motivated. I feel motivated. I am living to my fullest potential. I am living to my fullest potential. I have everything I need. I have everything that I need. To face any obstacles. To face any obstacle. That may come. That may come. I have the power. I have the power. To create all the success. To create all the success. And prosperity I desire. And prosperity I desire. Life is amazing. Life is amazing. Why? Why? Because I'm amazing. Because I'm amazing. I love me. <laughs> I love me. <laughs> Megan, you're so beautiful. Yeah, Megan, yes, you you're are. so amazing. Oh. Oh, okay, we're sorry. finished. <laughs> I was just getting was started. No, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Self-love, not a problem. <laughs> I get it. Oh, man. Uh, what a great uh, fresh take on serendipity. I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I've been flinging that word around like crazy. Who knew? That yeah. was not accurate. <laughs> well, it is. It, you know, it's, it's recognition of something you don't understand. But now, yeah. Deeper, you know, kinetic, yeah. Yeah, kinetic believers that are working the law of attraction, you're fully expecting those, what others would call serendipitous moments to show mm-hmm. up. Yeah, I love it. Just that depth of understanding, it reveals so much. And I think it has, it helps you um you know, when you're doing these affirmations and when you're speaking what you're believing for, it just gives a, a level of depth and strength and even just like a, a deeper force to, to what you're manifesting, that power that you have because you're not leaving it up. You, you know you're not leaving anything up to chance. Right, thank, yeah. Thank goodness, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> We're not. in control. We're in it's control. It's a marvelous thing, isn't it? Yes. To know that your efforts will pay off. And if you're a scientist and you're looking for that for that um, uh, discovery, expect it. Yes. Don't cover the Petri dish and go on vacation. <laughs> see what happens. And see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next, you know, uh, like superhero movie. <laughs> that's how it begins. That's right. Oh man. Well, what an awesome podcast this has been. Thanks as usual for all the wisdom. Um, if you want to shoot us an email, kinetic belief at stephencanyon.com. And you can also check out the events page. Uh, something that I want to highlight on the events page is the invitational, which is so exciting. People love to fill out the invitational application, and then we select just a few every single year to go to specific areas that maybe we wouldn't normally go to. Um, It could be, hey, out in the middle of nowhere or in a big city, but check that out. That's going to be on the events page, and you can also get the 100-Day Guided Manifestation Journal beautiful and we just got some really good feedback on that just this morning um somebody was uh, writing in just to let us know that it's totally revolutionized their year they can't wait to see what's showing up so Mm. i I love that i just love hearing those things it's so exciting to know people are connecting with it i was thumbing through some of those this morning and yeah it is it's such a it's so stimulating and exciting to always get those back and i was just thinking about what you just said and some about our talking about our um, meetings and where they are in the venues. And I was thinking, gosh, I remember a rock up in near Taos, New Mexico. Why don't mm-hmm. we just meet on this big rock? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was amazing, the sun setting up there. And I remember the scenery. And you know, why don't we have a meeting there? Why don't we have a workshop? I would love that. And, uh, right there on the rock. Take a left at that 
the weird tree and <laughs> third pine on the left and walk until you can't breathe anymore. Oh, and then <laughs> there's the rock. Uh, Kineticbelief.com uh, is the website and uh, pick up a copy of the Kinetic Belief Manifesting Guided Journal while you're there. Also the Purpose Workbook. Yep. Purpose Workbook is there available for download. You can use that on your iPad to reuse it and reuse it. Or you can just print it off. Easy, easy peasy. Easy peasy. Have a marvelous kinetic believing law of attracting yes, day. Yes, we're in the driver's seat. Meditate to see your best life unfold before you. Yes, because it's a privilege. To go through each day. As, as a, a kinetic, kinetic believer. believer. Ooh, I ah. like that. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks <laughs> as back. usual for Bye. all the wisdom, Steve. Bye.